0: I'm Meg, I'm Drea, I'm Tina, and i Jess, and this is Pardon My Stash. Welcome back to Pardon My Stash, a podcast about knitting, the fiber arts, and how awesome it is. Yeah. Before we jump into today's topics, let's talk about what we're working on Jess.
1: So I'm still working on the Shaloween by Heather Zapetti. I was actually on the last part. I had done a full five repeats of the border, and then my child sat on it and pulled out half of part three. No. (laughs) Part three is all knit two together, yarn over twice. I had no idea how much came out. I had no idea how to pick up those double yarn overs so we just had to pull it all the way back and we are now two repeats into part three with two more to go Just but it's gonna happen.
2: I admire your perseverance because <laughs> if that happened to me I would have put that down and not picked it up for like Three months.
1: I uh, It was she a day. thought about it. I thought about it. It was a sad day. It was a sad day. It was a, it sad was a day. bad
0: day in this house.
1: I uh, did pull it all back, and I did the first couple of rows to get it started for the lace part again, and then I did put it down for two days, and then I picked it back up and started. Gave it a timeout. It took a timeout. It wasn't its fault. It really wasn't, but it, it was a sad, sad day. <laughs> I can understand it was, it was that. <laughs> It was bad,
2: but it's looking really good. Thank you. You've got a lot of progress on it, I so am, a plus. I'm
1: trucking along, Drea.
2: I am currently still working on, and I'm almost done with the spring make-along cowl that I'm doing. It's the Amici cowl by Greta Mensen, and I'm using Rebel Wool Works Glamping DK in the snow is melting into music.
3: It looks really good. It, yeah, does it
2: does look really good. I'm very pleased with how it's coming out.
3: There's a lot of cables.
2: There is a lot of cables. You
3: are potentially running out of yarn. I am almost out of yarn
2: because um, I don't read patterns before I start them. And I don't have enough yarn to make
3: this. So, um, Dre is going to steal my yarn. Once you're done with it, yes. Once I'm done, you will steal mine. And we will get this accomplished It will get done. It will get done. It will be finished.
2: Yeah. I mean... I'm, I'm not short by a lot no i mean i'm not i'm not gonna do the full number of repeats that the pattern calls for because it calls for like 10 and this is like three
3: holy crap 10
2: is a really big cowl that's that's, that's already a good, good that's size that's like a sleeve yeah yeah, yeah. Mm. so that's weird i'm not disappointed that i won't be doing the full pattern but i'm also not gonna have enough yarn to do what i got hey <laughs> you do you boo <laughs> But it's going to be good. It it's is. still going to be good. It is. Absolutely. Uh, always read your patterns before uh, <laughs> before you start and uh, <laughs> make sure you have enough yarn for what you are trying to do. Unlike me. Don't be me. <laughs> the more you know.
3: <laughs> I don't read. <laughs> Tina. I am also trying to finish my springtime. 2022. Choose your adventure. Make along. I believe that was the really long title that we. Picked. That is the really long title that we chose. Um, yes. And and um, yeah. I am not as far along as Drea, but I did finish a section. It looks so, good. Yeah. All so those job stitches. Good. Yeah. So I have. It has. Uh, it's a two color cowl. Um. So I finished one section of the first color. And I'm on the second color. Um, it is called the Geometry Study Cowl by Sarah Duran, and um, it's very simplistic, but it has like a couple of cool features. It has like some drop stitches, has just some interesting work with just knit and purl, just to make different textures on top of the um, other color.
0: And with a yarn that's variegated like that, sometimes like the simpler patterns really let the yarn mm-hmm. shine.
3: Right, yeah. Rather than
0: a a super complicated pattern.
3: Oh, yes. I am using Rebel Works, Alpine Glow, and the snow is melting into music as my combo, which is like a pinkish and a whitish. Meg?
0: Um, So I am working on a test knit for the re-release of the Amsterdam Cowl by Dolly Vargas of Dutch Girl Creations. Um, this cowl was released a while back, but it was only released in super bulky yarn. Um, one of the things that I really love about Dolly's patterns, and I've tested it, this is the fourth one I've tested it for her, um, is that they come in w- weights of yarn ranging from DK to super bulky. So you're getting one pattern but you are getting the steps to make it in such a huge range of yarns so many options it's a lot of options it's really great um so she's re-releasing this one the pattern is going to come out on the 7th um so i have to get trucking i am knitting it out of malabrigo rios in the colorway azul profundo shock I know (laughs) I know and it was really hard for me to start knitting with this because I have this horrible habit of like I have beautiful yarns and I'm like but I don't want to knit with it because then I won't have it anymore (laughs) <laughs>
1: um but here's the thing with this this is it's not
0: like an indie dyed yarn where i can never get it again like it's malabrico yeah. so i can get more and i also have another skein of this color so
3: i don't know what my problem is no i totally like when you're saying like the yeah. indie the indie dyed yeah. yarn, especially the yarn that you know you cannot get right. again yeah that's really how i feel about hard. that's how i feel about all my it's groovy hues what it's if like, you don't pick the right pattern right? yeah what and then you... it's like it's like.
0: Oh, I Rasted literally it. have a shawl that I was working on at the beginning of the year with the um, Teeny Button Studio yarn from the Anastasia collection yeah. I was talking about. And um, I got about halfway through it and I realized that it's not going to use up enough of the yarn. Like it's only going to use up maybe half a skein of each. And I'm like, oh, no, I can't do this. Like this is not I need to use up all of this yarn. <laughs> I need to use all of it. Um, I don't want a shawlette, I want a shawl. So I'm going to pull that out and find another
2: project for it because it, it Why needs... Why don't you just add more repeats to it make it big? I don't do the maths.
1: Fair. That's I fair. do not
0: do the maths. I respect that. And it's kind of like a side,
1: like, <laughs> it's it's not like a triangular. It's kind of... No, it is a triangular, is but the thing it-
0: is it has a, um, it has an intricate border. And no, that's really that where it. I am. I'm like, you know what? And I could do it, um, but I don't do the maths. so I am I said you know what I'm just going to find another pattern that showcases the yarn enough of the yarn be sure to check out our website pardonmystache.com for more information as well as pictures regarding our current projects patterns and yarns
3: and now knitting socializing and community with Meg
0: So, today I want to talk about a topic that has been floating around the knittosphere, is that what we can call it? The community. Um, the community, the knitting community. Hmm.
3: Knittosphere is a good. I like Knitting it. Nidosphere, it. Like cool. Yeah. cool. All
0: right, um, around the Nidosphere, um, and that is the topic of Advents. Advents are collections of yarn, um, generally coordinating or with a theme that are meant to be opened up over a period of days. If you celebrate Christmas when you were a kid, you might have had an Advent calendar that had little toys or candies in it and you opened each one a day leading up to Christmas. I can't think of Advent calendars
2: without thinking of Bad Santa.
0: I know, same, <laughs> same, same.
3: I feel really dumb right now because I've always heard about Advents, uh-huh. like the yarns, but yeah. I I did not put two and two together. Oh, really? that oh, you that would open like, yeah, each one like specific st- like duh that's why it's called an adventina they, <laughs> like, they generally they're
0: generally supposed to be a surprise you don't know exactly what's gonna be in it and you you're supposed to I mean I guess you could get the package and open it up and pull everything out at once but I feel like that I defeats would the purpose I, I
3: totally would just open all of it same uh,
0: <laughs> yeah but I mean think about it you get a, a, a surprise a day
2: no I have no impulse control I know <laughs> I sorry. know um, in theory a, a a present today sounds lovely right i would love to get a surprise every single day maybe right. i would like give it
3: to pat and like make yeah, him write. Yeah. give
0: me one a day every time
3: i wake up he just throws a
0: skater <laughs> <laughs> i it. would love to
3: wake up that way uh, right
0: um they're usually released by indie dyers before a specific event or month such as halloween or christmas but they don't have to be. It can literally be, you know, any time of the year. They can include mini skeins, full size 100 gram skeins, or a combination of both, depending on the price point and the designer's whim.
1: Some of them also add other like little trinkets and stuff in there.
0: Yeah, they can include other extras that coordinate with the theme, which might include anything from stickers to stitch markers to other notions, tote bags, tea bags, candy. They're super popular. As of late, they burst onto the indie scene in the late 20 teens. They've been extremely popular since many indie dyers produce at least one if not multiple advents per year and they can be super creative there are literally advents for every taste whatever you are into just in the last few months the ones that i have seen have been um Themed around books, mythology, um, especially Greek mythology, um, holidays, birds, flowers, and other wildlife. Pop culture references. Yeah, literally everything. Anything that is to your taste, you'll probably find an advent that suits your style. So, what are some of the pros of advents?
2: Present a day. You, you
3: get lots yarn. Of yarn. <laughs> <all> that,
2: okay?
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> lots of yarn. You get
0: lots of yeah. You get lots of yarn. I mean. Uh, you, they usually run anywhere from like 12 to 25 days. Um, so getting a surprise every day, especially leading up to a holiday is a lot of fun. They're a really good way to support your indie dyer. They allow you to play with a variety of different colors. Maybe some that you would not have
3: bought on your own. That's mm. true. I could see I could see myself like getting more exposed to yarn colors that mm. I would like not have even see, considered. I did a, buy for yourself. I did yeah. a yarn box
2: for a while. When I was going through a rough patch, and I tell you what, I got a lot of stuff that I probably would not have bought for myself, but I was thrilled to have.
0: Yeah, we all tend to kind of gravitate towards the same style of stuff when you go to a yarn store. Yes, Yes.
3: blue. Oh, I'm sorry. I just I just saw Meg's desires and wishes float across the room. <laughs> it's really true. true. She has blue
1: yarn. Blue, <laughs> I have so much blue yarn.
0: It's really a problem. <laughs> yes. Okay. So they you it gets you kind of thinking outside of your own box. Um they're also really good for scrappy projects or for color work. Mm. mm. Um, and a lot of designers have designs that they've put on Ravelry that are specifically for advents or mini packs. You can, if you if you get an advent and you're like, what the hell do I do with all these little skeins of yarn? Like they're so tiny. They're usually only about 80 yards. Um, so they're not very big. You can pop on Ravelry and there are tons of fun designs that take lots of little skeins of yarn. There are cons to advents.
3: Can you think of any? I have a feeling these are expensive.
0: They can be very expensive.
3: Yeah, I, I mean, like that much yarn, you just you don't get that for like twenty bucks and call it a day. No,
0: <laughs> like- yeah, it, well, it's it's not even just the, the cost of the yarn; it's the the labor, right, to yeah. make all of those yeah. tiny skeins.
3: Yeah. Um,
0: I've never seen an advent price beneath a hundred
3: dollars. Oh wow.
0: Um, most of them run somewhere between a hundred and three hundred dollars depending on what you're getting. Mm, yeah. um, so can they can be very expensive. They're not in everybody's price range. So they can be a little exclusionary because they're designed to be a surprise. You don't always know what you're going to get in the way of color or style of dying. And what I mean by style of dying is, is it going to be gradient? Is it going to be speckled? Is it going to be um, very super variegated? And if You have a style of yarn that you really don't like. You have Um, no saying. Right, you could wind up with a whole ton of skeins of yarn that you'll never want to use. Yeah, not your style, and they're just floating around your house and your stash forever. Some people have complained about disappointing extras; those little bits and bobs that um, Jess mentioned go in the advents because it's meant to be a surprise. There's no guarantee that the style or taste will match yours.
3: And I feel like that's risky for the dyer providing the advent because mm-hmm. it's like, you're kind of guessing what your right. buyers yeah. want right. and hoping it clicks where, you know, like not everything necessarily that you like will,
0: yeah. you know, right. be like with
3: your buyers. Yeah.
0: I mean, some things seem like really obvious, like stitch markers. We all need the stitch markers, but then mm-hmm. is that being rudimentary? Like if that's what you're putting in, is that like, okay, but everybody's doing that. But on the flip side, um, I remember looking online a few weeks ago when I was researching this, and there was a whole thread online about people complaining about the stuff that they got in their Advents. And one person was getting mad that she received a ton of tea bags in her Advent. And she's like, I don't drink tea. What am I going to do with all these tea bags? Mm. I'm sure that the dyer thought that was a super sweet little, you know, oh,
1: it goes add-on. With your sipping it and yeah. kind of idea. Um,
0: and I'm sure, like, you know, she put a lot of thought. She. I'm assuming it's a she. That's really wrong of me because there are indie dyers that are men, of course. Um, they, you know, I'm sure they did it with a lot of thoughtfulness. But if it's not somebody's style, it can it can be irritating to get you know, twenty five packets of tea if you're not a tea drinker because the production of so many mini skeins takes a lot of time and energy dyers do strictly pre-orders for advents um you're not gonna dye up a whole bunch of advents and put them up for sale after the fact because there's no guarantee that they'll sell Mm. odds are they probably will but that is a lot of work to put in without the guarantee of the sale, um, which has the effect of advents being very limited. They usually are only available for a pre-order for a, a very short time. And FOMO, fear of missing out, inspires a lot of people to jump on an advent without really thinking about it. Um, I don't know about you guys. I have often gotten FOMO with short-term releases. I have bought yarn that maybe, mm, in hindsight, I shouldn't have bought. <laughs> because I'm like, oh, it's a limited release run, and I really like this color, and I'm gonna grab it, and then I get it, and I'm like, I could have waited on that. I did not need that.
3: <laughs> the other thing too is you get the short term release, right? Mm-hmm. And then like you'll get like one scan or something, right? Yeah. yeah. And you love it, and then you're uh-huh, like, wait you a second, what do I do, I do with this, this now? With this? Right. And I can't make it into a sweater like I want to because I didn't order sweater quantity.
0: This is timely, like any pre-ordered yarn. Supply chain holdups and a dyer biting off more than they can chew can slow down production or delay orders. We've all been seeing over the last two years delayed shipments, people being unable to get um, materials. Um, So Mm -hmm. if let's let's say you're a dyer and you're like, okay, I can make 80 advents and I know that I can do that. Um, so you place an order for the yarn and then you find out that your shipment has been held up in customs and you're now not getting that shipment for two months. And that puts you behind. Um, it can stress out a dyer. It could, um, create a backlog. Um, it can really delay orders every year. There are complaints online about advents that end up coming much later than promised for various reasons. Um, but a lot has to do with the supply chain holdups.
3: I could see both sides of the coin. Like, I can see as a buyer, it's like, if you said it's for December, Mm -hmm. let's say, I want it by December, Right? you know? Like, I want to experience that advent during Mm -hmm. December. But at the same time, like, just with everything that's going on right now in the world, you have to also be a little compassionate towards an indie dyer in Mm -hmm. particular because a lot of them, it's not their full-time job. It's not, you know... Something that they have a lot of control over because they don't have the pull of like an Amazon or something to get their, you know, they can't magically make the
0: supply chain go
2: faster. But for me, I think that as long as the supplier is being communicative, right. And, you know, letting their buyers know that there are holdups and, you know, there are hangups that are that are happening, yeah. you know, as, lo- as long as you're in communication and you're not just to, you know, like avoid a- yeah. avoiding or um, if you're explaining what's what's going on, keeping, yeah, keeping people on track. I feel like most people are pretty understanding as long as they feel like they're being heard.
0: Yeah, exactly. And that actually leads really well into my last con, which is um, a lot of dyers need the advance time to plan the advents, and they start taking pre-orders months in advance. Um, You guys have probably already seen them. They're cropping up all over the place. It is Mm. June.
3: I saw them in March. Right, so
0: they're taking them very early. This puts you, let's say you buy an advent in April, that puts you way outside the PayPal claim window of 180 days if there's a problem with your order. Um, if you if the dire is late, if you don't get your advent, if something goes wrong, um, that you are not protected. You're outside the window where you can file a claim.
3: Well, for PayPal and then e- PayPal. even, even yeah. credit cards, are, yeah. there's a, a six month limit. Yeah, so
0: that is one of those like, does it happen very often? Not really. But it is something to, to be aware of, especially if you're purchasing from someone that you're not familiar with. Yeah. Um, it's just something to keep in mind. So with all that in mind, do, should you purchase an Advent? I mean, sure. Yeah. No? They can be a lot of fun. Um, if you decide to purchase one, just a couple of tips to keep in mind when you do it. Um, try to embrace the mystery. Mm. It's definitely not for people that
3: don't be dry. um, No, I don't (laughs) even, I don't even
0: mean the, the like opening it all at once. I mean like being okay with not knowing exactly what you're going to get. If you're Uh, very particular about
1: what you want, it's probably not for you. Right. It's not,
0: you you don't want to, to be disappointed. Um, Knitter know thyself. (laughs) Remember that FOMO does not always breed good choices. Mm -hmm. Ask yourself if you're purchasing an advent because you really want to do a project with a bunch of minis or if FOMO is getting to you and minis are not everybody's cup of tea. They're They're a lot. They're really cute, but they, you know, they can be finicky. Yeah. Um, if you're wary about purchasing early, make sure that you purchase from a dyer who's either well established and has a good reputation for doing advents or from someone you've purchased from and have had good experiences with. Um, there's no guarantee that nothing will go wrong but at least you'll have the benefit of a good relationship with that dyer and you've ordered from them in the past and you've been in communication with them.
3: Um, and so even if it's not necessarily Advents, but if they've been good about orders in general, yeah. right? because it yeah. could be like their first Advent, but they've been in business for 10 years and it's yeah. like, right. okay, well, they've right. been doing this and there's not a lot of complaints, so mm-hmm. it should be okay. And or if it is their first Advent, there's got to be a lot of grace with that because mm-hmm. it, it's exactly. their first time doing it. They're, so. They're
0: starting out. And finally, if you're worried about placing an order that might put you outside the PayPal claims window or your credit card claims window, take a step back. You can't miss something you didn't have and you can't put a price on peace of mind. It's
3: a a big gamble. It's an expensive gamble. Especially the ones that were in March. I saw them in March and I was like (laughs) This is for December. What are, and I, I, I don't even know what I'm knitting tomorrow. <laughs> How do I know what I'm knitting in December? Um, but I think you're right with that. It's like, I personally, I don't think I'll ever buy an advent. But it's honestly just because um, I, I really, for one, I can't, I would just rip it all open. I wouldn't even. Same. I have no self-control. And nope. then the other, and the other, because th- I'd be like, no, I want to know, like, yes. did I get screwed or am I? did I get some good stuff? <laughs> I just want to see it all. I just want to see it. I just want to touch then, it. <laughs> and then the other part of it is, too, is I don't use mini skeins. I, yeah. I I do larger projects. I don't do a lot. If I do color work, it's like in large blocks. I'm not doing mm-hmm. like a lot of. I think I only did for that uh, Lumiere cowl. That was like the first time I did like a small piece of color here and a little bit of color here. And, you know, I don't know how many times I would do that over and over. So. Right.
2: Yeah, personally, I'm not a big fan of mini skeins either. One time, I bought some yarn, and I, it was accidentally mini skeins. How did you? How did they were like happen? braided together, oh. and it was all, and it was all the same color, which oh. was deceiving. Oh. So I unpackaged it, and then I had like six mini skeins, and I'm like, "What is this? Of the same color? Uh, but of all the same color? Oh, that's annoying." And I ended up just setting it aside and saying, "I will get something else."
3: Weird. <laughs> That is bizarre. You know what you could do? Take if you still have it, take each little mini skein and like put it as like a little. Emblem on your Christmas gifts, <laughs> <laughs> like a little, on the card. Like yeah. here you go, you get a, one little mini skein, and now you can figure out what to do. With it. <laughs> <laughs> this is your problem now. <laughs> mini bring it along
1: <laughs>
3: make for great crochet dragons.
1: Just I don't know which one yeah, Jess. Just, just takes a lot I get, of mini skeins. I, get mini, I used to get the fiber just, optics. It's, mini, it's skeins. all
2: black. Would you like all, all black? The time? I don't know what I it mean,
1: is. You don't know what it know is.
0: <laughs>
1: She'll, but she'd find a use for it.
2: So for this
0: week's topic, we're going to be discussing crafting and social influence, subtitled "How Crafting Has Molded Your Social Circle."
2: My whole social circle is crafting. Y'all are crafters. You're my social circle. It's true.
3: That's fair. Yeah, I don't have any other <laughs> <functions>. <laughs> <laughs> To anyone who's my friend outside of these three no, people, nobody knows. So <laughs>
2: we have other friends we swear
3: (laughs) oh god no but like i mean our we can we can safely say we are best friends right and it has affected our social circle as best friends as we do well pretty much
2: i would also like to say that our crafting circle has grown and improved you know even just with the four of us you know we've grown together as crafters
3: oh yeah so we could you
0: could make the argument that inspires you and Helps you to strengthen your talent, expand your horizons.
3: We all <laughs>
2: encourage each other to try new things, and even if we're just like bopping around an idea of, you know, I might want to try this. You know, y'all are the first people that are going to say, "Yeah, do the thing,"
3: or "No, don't do no, the don't thing." Do that. <laughs> don't do that.
0: Before before you said no, I was going to say that's also the response to "Should I buy this yarn?" Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. We keep each other in check sometimes, except for a set of. Of mini skeins in the same color.
2: We do not think that you should buy that. <laughs> in to your be color. fair,
0: we
3: didn't, didn't know. know.
2: <laughs> we did not know that Drea was buying mini
0: skeins.
2: It's <laughs> probably in like tiny, tiny font. That mini it skeins. Mini <laughs> skeins.
3: <laughs> contains mini skeins. <laughs> Let's make borders Woo! <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: yeah,
2: that's us. <laughs> oh, God. Actually, that's not true. You know, there have been many times when... You know, we've been at, we at, saved at a you Fiber from a Fest or at Rhinebeck and, you know, <laughs> we've saved each other from poor decisions like that time that I almost dropped like $400 on like four packs of yarn.
0: At Fiber Optics. Uh,
2: yeah. Yep, at Fiber mm-hmm. Optics. Mm-hmm. I yep, was yep, on yep. the cusp of a very bad decision. Mm. <laughs>
1: on the cusp of a bad... D- That's, <laughs> bad
0: d- That's <laughs> one of my favorite Rhinebeck memories. Same. You I just, just popping up, around the yeah, corner with four bags. Bags. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and that.
2: Yeah, it was a lot of money in my hands. <laughs> it, it
1: was. You were holding
2: $400 in your hands. I mean, maybe it wasn't that much, but... I think it was, it was like 68 Per,
0: per package yeah. so yeah. it was it was up there yeah, yeah it was it was to.
2: definitely not a small sum of money that not i would have all. been spending if i got all four
0: no not at all definitely very pricey yeah
2: mm. it's important to have people that keep you in check in your social crafting circle <laughs> mm.
0: but on the flip side it's also good to have people that look at your stash and go <laughs> you need more <laughs> you don't have enough tina
3: hi <laughs>
2: Oh
0: Here no, see,
2: see. Um,
0: Here to assist. I will also
2: go... <laughs> at least i don't have tina's stash i can buy more i'm also here
3: to help guilt, help your guilt i'm here i I'm, I'm so sorry pat <laughs> i'm just here to help with that
1: but um, it fits in your house it's fine it does yeah.
3: i have room for it okay, it
1: fits yeah. in one have, room yeah all of
3: your yarn is in one room i have no more room <laughs> but it's all but in it's on one oh i think
0: you do my friend i think you do i mean you could I'm not saying you should. I'm just saying you have a whole house. There's lots of other rooms you could put
3: yarn in. Patrick would literally, I I think it would be the end. Again, just (laughs) because you can doesn't
0: mean you should. I'm just saying perspective wise. You're not using as much of the space as you could
3: be. I just want, we are this good friends. to be known, Patrick, while you're listening to this, that Meg suggested this, not me. I mean, there is more wall space. <laughs> there is more wall if space. You, you know. can have yeah. another pegboard. I can you, have more pegboards. You yeah.
1: want to devalue your house? <laughs> <laughs>
3: For anyone who doesn't know, I received a comment <laughs> that my pegboard um, with, that contains my yarn, I have a pegboard affixed to my wall and it is apparently devaluing my house because it's not good for resale. And I just <laughs> want to let you know, I'm not selling my house anytime soon. <laughs> I
1: was like, it, so. it hasn't even been a full year. I know. Really? Like, Can I live there for a little bit? I um. just want to let
0: you know that when Jess put her
3: pegboard up, I said, all right, time to devalue our house. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought of you. Perfect. yep. Yep. Um but yeah I mean like I think this podcast and how we engage with each other is a perfect example of how crafting has influenced our socializing. We spend a good portion of our week like Wednesdays and <laughs> some most most of the time Saturdays yeah, when, and Wednesdays or the and weekends we in general. Yeah, we get together to do crafty things. Yep. I mean,
2: well, not necessarily to do crafty things, but we do things and we also craft. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fiber fests. Yeah,
0: but you know, on top of that too, like <laughs> thinking about, i I'm, as I'm as I'm literally working on a test net right now. I would never have had the guts to do this if you hadn't talked about how much you liked doing test nets and what the pros of them were. I never thought about doing it. I'm like, who the hell am I? Why would somebody want me to test knit their stuff? And in the last year, I've done, I think, six test knits. And when you talk about... craft circle I have made so many good connections on Instagram um, and ravelry with other test knitters and designers and people that I would never have have talked to or had a conversation with if I had not done that. By you encouraging me to, to pick up test knitting, I've made a lot of different friends and connections and that's you know I think that's a really great thing. Knitting has, has moved from being like something that I did while watching TV to a, a massive part of my life and that's pretty awesome.
3: I can speak from the social media standpoint. You know, I started my account, you know, I didn't think it was gonna do anything. Honestly, I really didn't. And I've met a ton of different people I've met, I've talked with a lot of different people. I've, it's just, it's amazing how social media can connect you and make this world so much smaller when it feels massive, you know, and then all of a sudden, it's like, Oh, just having a casual conversation with someone from New Zealand. No big deal. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. You know. Yeah. So it's just, it's just interesting what you can all of a sudden, like just having some kind of hobby, some kind of interest suddenly connects you with a whole bunch of different people that might also have that interest. I mean, it really kind of relates to any kind of hobby. It doesn't have to necessarily be crafting, but yeah. No, well, it's nice,
1: too, because, I mean, the community, for the most part, um, I mean, you're going to get your troll here and there, um, but for the most part, the the whole community, uh, whether it's just the knitting or crafting in general, is very um, supportive, and most of the time, like, y- you put a post up or anything, and it's very, like, y- you get... You get a lot of like people coming in and being like, "Oh, that's great! Keep going!" Like a, a lot of um,
2: yeah, there's a lot of encouragement, po- yeah, yeah,
1: encouragement and positive and positive feedback that you know you're like, "Oh yeah, okay, well maybe I'll I'll try more then and I'll get into it more and that's that's nice too because it gives you that you know oh hey I can do the thing and. I'm going to do some
3: other stuff. So, I mean, you have that, that as well. There, and there's people out there that don't have the luxury of a local craft circle. Yeah. And I feel like social media can kind of fill that void of connecting you with other people with that interest. I, I think we're pretty blessed to have each other.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'm going to get soppy and kind of
2: emotional. Would you like
3: a tissue? No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and that's all the time we have for this week's topics. For additional content and opportunities to connect with the cast, check out our Patreon or our website at PardonMyStash.com. Be sure to tune in next week for more Wool Whips and Wizards at PardonMyStash. Wizards! <laughs>